0: The Chinese Year of the Black Milkshake. This is your Kirko. Welcome to Black Milkshake Comedy Podcast with me and Mysterious Desmond. Say hello, Desmond.
1: Ah, hello, Desmond. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky to have me on the show. <laughs> that foxy fella that you used to work with, what was his name? What are you talking about? The foxy fella you used to work with on the podcast.
0: Oh, uh, Ray.
1: Yeah, the Mac, the Mac, my God, yeah, Ray,
0: Ray, Mac, God, how quickly you forget!
1: (laughs) (laughs) The bloke, the the bloke who's found a puttness (laughs) is John Thomas in the old pies, (laughs) (laughs) and that's why
0: he's away on sabbatical for a month, folks.
1: We're sponsored by the James Joyce Irish <laughs> Pub, everybody, Istanbul, and welcome to another side-splitting show. Whether you're listening on the podcast or on Grow Radio,
0: yeah, you probably hear us plugging Gray, uh, gray Radio. You probably hear us plugging <laughs> Grow Radio every week at the start of the show, and don't know what it is. Well, it's an internet radio station, basically, that plays nothing but podcasts twenty-four-seven. Uh, I mean. Most people tend to listen to the same genre of podcasts, uh, don't they? Mysterious Desmond. I mean, for me, that's usually I love my history and politics, whereas Desmond here tends to prefer the ones about uh, basket weaving and tantric sex. I don't know why I said tantric sex then. I actually meant to say football, but I mean, you admitted to it anyway, so that's fine. Um, But seriously, Grow Radio is, it's a really nice thing because you find the kind of stuff that you wouldn't normally find otherwise, because we tend to get recommendations. If you like this, you'll like that. And there's some wonderful stuff out there, so why not give it a go?
1: Yeah, and bar all that plug-in chimster, on today's show, she's back with a vengeance. Lisa Morrow and she's talking turkey again and she's just returned from her travels and greg the cleaner thinks he's going bird watching but finds himself on an unfortunate blind date jimmy with a real woman and also host of the week later on in the show
0: and of course why not start off with celebrity true or false hit it desmond
1: Telly Savalas was a godfather to a baby who grew up to be a famous singer and actress, Jennifer Lopez Jimster.
0: Um, let me see, let me see, let me see. Well, I think, I don't know, the age would kind of fit, wouldn't it? But I thought yeah. that um, Telly Savalas was Greek, and doesn't mean that he wouldn't necessarily be friends with um, people who were of non-Greek descent, but I, I would somehow, it's quite a strong... Uh, Greek community in America and the Latinos are, you know, they're they're a unit as well. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't think I can see that somehow. Plus, they look absolutely nothing alike at all. So, oh no, they wouldn't do if it was a godfather, would they? I was thinking you were talking about a real relative. Um, I'm going to go for false.
1: You baldy bollocks. (laughs) 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 It was Jennifer Aniston. Oh, is that right? That's Jennifer Lopez uh, So I got
0: there, but the logic I used wouldn't have made any sense anyway. Yeah, right. Okay, cool.
1: Baby Aniston once threw up on Godfather Telly's on his velvet dinner jacket in the back of his Rolls Royce gymster. Did she really? A degree, mean, in psychology, world-class poker player who finished 21st in the 92nd World Series of Poker, a motorcycle racer, a lifeguard, And not just an accomplished actor, a singer, chart success version of Breads, if reached number one in the UK in 75, and a version of Don Williams, Some Broken Hearts Never Mend in 1980. So
0: 1975, I didn't know Jennifer Aniston was that old.
1: Yeah, she's in her 50s. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> she was about
0: five when she did that then, did she? <laughs> uh, I
1: was telling Savalas, you bollocks. Yeah. Savalas, yeah. Jimmy, didn't read his head. Ray, Ray, yeah. Ray,
0: you forgot to what? read off Wikipedia. The song also peaked at number 12 in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> <I
1: didn't. laughs> Jimmy, you baldy bollocks. <laughs> so Ballas didn't lose his hair. He shaved it for his role in the greatest story ever told in 65. And he decided to remain shaved for the remainder of his life. All right. I never knew that. Becoming the most famous bald man on the planet and giving yeah. bald men a baldy needed icon and sex symbol like you, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> He once caught a Jimmy. Everyone's born bold. We are all born bold, baby. Always be remembered as who loves you, baby. Tio Kojak, the bald lollipop sucking New York detective. Did you like Kojak, Jimmy? Yeah, I didn't watch it, Ray. But I never knew that
0: that he that he shaved it. Yeah, you, yeah. you you must realize now, Ray, that I spent a childhood
1: not watching American television jesus christ i mean kojak Kojak was pivotal jimmy in real life at the kojak series the the lollipop was used to cut back on his smoking habit was it yeah yeah yeah.
0: he was famous for that i remember every time when i was at school someone would have a lollipop in the mouth and somebody would take kojak or if somebody was bald, they'd take yeah
1: they were probably going around saying who loves you baby and stuff like that weren't they yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> Natalie, Natalie Portman Question number two Graduated from Oxford University With a degree in psychology And she speaks three languages hmm. uh,
0: Natalie Portman I've no idea even what country she's from I know she was in one of the Star Wars films or something like that. Uh, she's Jewish, is she? Okay Graduated from Oxford in psychology Yep
1: yeah. And speaks three languages
0: Okay, now if she's Jewish, I I wonder if she speaks Yiddish or uh, Hebrew, or maybe both. Um, I could see her speaking three languages in that case, but Oxford, I'm wondering, is she not American or is she Australian?
1: Uh, I think it's Jewish-American, I think so.
0: Okay, I can't really see why she would have gone to Oxford. I can't really see. So the three languages bit might be true, but I think overall... I'm going to buck the trend and go with false
1: again. But you are, you bollocks. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> yeah. <So> Harvard, <laughs> U- Harvard University, Jimster. In psychology oh. and speaks not three languages, but six. Yeah in, oh. theory, theore- yeah, in theory, theoretically speaking, she learned from Leon, the professional. Uh, actually, incidentally, her first movie was Leon. Later movies like Closer, Thor, Star Wars, and that brilliant award-winning The Black Swan. Did you see any of those? No.
0: Uh, Leon, I've seen. So she was the the kid who drank the milk with Leon, was she? And that they were saying that... Who was it who directed that? Luke Besson, wasn't it? That they were saying that... um, I'm not going to say what I was going to say, because we've just learned from our new radio station that we're not allowed to say things with, allegedly. But, um, yeah, there were some rumours about Luke Besson. That's all I'm going to say.
1: Mm. Uh, yeah. Portman is her stage name. Real name is Natalie Herrschlag. H-E-R-S-H-L-A-G. <laughs> ah, there's no no H in the other word, slag.
0: Yeah, right. That that sounded lovely how you said that one, right?
1: <laughs> her daddy, Jimster, as Mrs. Mm-hmm. Lawrence says, her daddy was one of the top fertility doctors in Long Island. Good skills, no? Yeah. Actually, that's going to come up a bit later on in the show, the fertility thing, Jimmy. Is it really? Yeah, and finally, oh, oh she still went back to her husband her gobshite husband who recently cheated on her he couldn't control his john thomas gymster
0: is this mrs lawrence or natalie portman
1: no natalie gorgeous <laughs> natalie <laughs> <laughs> the satisfying thing jimmy about this is i know a lot of you shakers out there can now sleep better knowing all that <laughs> I, th-
0: I think we all feel wiser and slightly older and slightly sadder but nevertheless the wise bit is important. Thank you very much Desmond.
1: <laughs> Final question. Your favorite. Yes.
0: Okay great. Animal celebrities. Animal celebrities. <laughs> Fantastic.
1: Pats were a common wedding gift among Vikings due to their association with the goddess of Fertility, bats, Freja, bats, Freja. Perfect. It was Freya. F R E Y J A. What yeah, would it was, it be said Freja?
0: No, it was definitely Freya. J is in every European language, year, really, apart from French and Portuguese. Thank you, Einstein. Yeah. Uh Freya. Yeah, it's where where the word frig comes from. Do you know? Really? because uh, Freya was associated with feminine love and uh, the verb to frig which our American friends use a lot but don't know that it refers to uh, female mastication and um, yes to uh, to pleasure yourself in the way of the fertility goddess Freya was to call to frig oneself off there's a bit of information for you isn't it
1: <laughs> but that's why cats knock things off the table
0: <laughs> now, after that interesting snippet of Information. I can't remember what the question was.
1: (laughs) Cats were a common wedding gift among the Vikings.
0: Cats. I thought you said bats. Ah,
1: Bite me, Jimmy. Yeah, I said
0: cats. I'm trying to think if I'd rather be bitten by a cat or a bat. It (laughs) sounded like a bat to me. Okay, cats, Vikings. Um, I don't know. I've said false twice and been right. So just really by the law of averages, I'm going to say it's true.
1: Yeah, oh, I tell you. you, didn't you do well today?
0: Oh yes, <laughs> I needed, I needed that one. I've not done too well the last. Okay, few years.
1: so I'm not allowed to pronounce it Freja. It's Freya. Oh, it's Freya. Yeah. Uh, oh, excuse moi. <laughs> yeah. Freya was the goddess of fertility in Norse mythology, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Her chariot was pulled by cats. People would put fish out on Freya's day, Friday, Friday. to attract cats in hopes Freya would come and bless them with a pregnancy, Jimster. Hmm. Natalie Portman's dad would have come in very handy if he was around in those days. Yeah, he would. (laughs) (laughs) The Catholic Church, Jimmy, continued this association of Friday, being a
0: fish fish day. Yeah. Interesting. I thought the Friday fish thing was to do with um, poverty. and was to do with Mm. the Middle Eastern poverty and trying to, you know, not because only the rich people could afford to eat meat, whereas the poor people could eat Mm. fish because they could catch them. We'll ask you
1: something. You've got cats. Cats understand understand human commands, but they don't care to follow. They couldn't give up bollocks Jimster! this is definitely definitely true not only do they choose not to follow but cats will give you a dirty dead ass look and walk away slowly Jimmy I'm sure positive Jimmy my son is a cat it's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, true though isn't it Jim I
0: I, I used to think that before I had cats, but I've done a lot of reading about them and I think what did it with a dog? you can teach yeah. a dog something like a, a hundred words and mm-hmm. they they can remember about a hundred words mm-hmm. and cats probably can learn about twenty and I mean each of our cats we have about five or six nicknames for them as well, so that's used up five or six of the <laughs> twenty words. Um, I think a lot of it is that they're not fully domesticated dogs are. Where is it? A mm. cat is yeah. still a wild animal. Try and get a fox to fetch. Although, saying that, we have a cat that fetches. You've seen Caroline, haven't
1: you, with bottle Of course, tops. I have. Like that. I love that. <laughs> that, that, Jimmy. That's incredible, because I was just going to say to you, but the way you flick those tops off the uh, beer bottles, mm-hmm. Jesus, she
0: goes crazy. crazy. Oh, yeah. The minute you go near the fridge she yeah. <laughs> uh, she goes crazy just in case she. but i think yeah. i think what it is with cats I, I notice is that words forget about it but it's about yeah. your tone of voice they're more likely to resp- you know you can you could say um, come here now or you could say come here now little baby and there's a far bigger, <laughs> ch- bigger chance that they'll do that if you speak in a baby way cuz they respond mm. to the softness of it you know yeah there we go God, I didn't no. expect to bombard you with information and in true or false, but there we go.
1: Oh. <laughs> D- don't ask me how you do it, Jimmy. <laughs> but Good Skills 3 out of 3. <clears throat> That's not happened for a long time, has it? A long time. Hopefully it won't happen again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> My name's Morgan Freeman. You may have seen me in a movie or two over the years. I always play the black fella, even when you don't need one, in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. I was on Spotify a few weeks back and found Black Milkshake Comedy Pubcast. I laughed like I'd never laughed before when Dr. Brutus Himmler made Yorma stick the lie detector up Ray's ass. I listen to the pubcast every week and catch up on all their old shows from 2022 on Grow Radio on the Internet every Friday and Wednesday at 8 p.m. UK time. Remember, if you live a life of make-believe, your life isn't worth anything until you do something that does challenge your reality. So follow the Black Milkshake Boys and tell all your friends every Friday. Got that?
1: Now, Hacker Technologies in Cross Malina, Ireland, who often provide us with eavesdropped audio. Greg going on what he thinks is a birdwatching trip. ...is the
0: latest bit of stuff that they've sent to us. So let's see how that works for him. He usually does end up in a bit of a predicament, doesn't he, Ray? He does. Go
2: on, give us some, Greg. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Onsie. I'm very excited about you doing what you're doing for me today. What was it you said we'd be doing with birds? Are we going to a nature sanctuary?
0: No, man. I said that would fix us up with a pair of birds.
2: Ah, that was it. Uh, Now, forgive me not always being familiar with uh, modern parlance, but uh, I'm not quite sure what was meant by that phrasal verb to fix up with. However, there's very little that doesn't enthrall me about the fascinating world of ornithology.
0: I found the perfect bird for you, Greg.
2: Really, Onsie? That's wonderful. Tell me more about this extraordinary avian creature. Wait... It's not anything weird like happened to me at that circus or at Russell Crowe's Love Bureau when you rigged that raffle to help me win, is it?
0: Well, it's not exactly a feathered friend. I meant bird as in girl. I found a girl for you to go out with.
2: A a, a girl?
0: Relax, Greg.
2: But, Onzi, I I thought you were referring to an actual egg-laying feathered bird, but I'm not sure if I'm ready to go out with anybody. I mean, where to? When?
0: (laughs) How about here? No, I've got to go. I'm sure you'd be a perfect match.
2: Oh dear, I, I didn't realise Onsie were speaking figuratively. I wonder if she's a young ornithologist. Hi, is it Greg? Uh, yes, Gregory Aspinall. Mind if I join you? I'm Emily. Oh, uh, Emily. Please, have a seat. Greg, I've been looking forward to this. Hansie told me you're in... Interesting guy. Oh, thank you, Emily. I I assume that in order to qualify as interesting, one needs to have several interests. Ergo, I am probably interesting. And you are very interesting too, Emily. Are you a twitcher?
3: That's a bit forward of you. (laughs) I might be able to have a twitch from time to time if the neighbours are doing something interesting.
2: You know. Or, did Uh, you mean... Neighbours? Eh? I'm pulling your leg. You're sweet. You're not like any of the other guys I've met. Oh, Why did you just wink at me and touch my arm? Did I drop a crumb on my sleeve or something?
3: <laughs> Greg, I find you charming and attractive. That's all.
2: You're charming and attractive too.
3: I enjoy spending time with you. I hope that means something to you too.
2: Phil Mitchell said that to me once when he tried to get me to do something that transcended the boundaries of both platonic and romantic friendships. What are you reading? I'm reading about a rare species of bird native to South America called cocks of the rock. They're blessed with magnificently bright orange plumage. They spend a lot of time engaged in competitive dancing to compete for mates. Do you like cocks of the...
3: Uh,
2: yes. Is that your hand on my thigh?
3: You'll see it as competing for mates.
2: Oh dear, I, I, I never expected.
3: It's okay Greg. I'm sorry
2: Emily, I'm, I'm just not sure how to respond to your amorous overture
3: your time to process it.
2: I've been so focused on literal birds that I haven't considered this potentially amorous situation in a busy cafe.
3: I just want you to know how I feel.
2: Are you expecting me to perform the tradition? I mean, I haven't bought any prophylactics. as I thought we were going to go bird watching with Onzi. That's why I've got my binoculars around my neck. <sighs> I, I appreciate your honesty, Emily. I need a moment to collect my thoughts. Excuse me, I just need to go to the lavatory first.
3: <sighs> oh well.
2: Blow me neck. Everywhere I go, there are deviants trying to have sexual intercourse with me. What's wrong with people today? I'm off. Oh no. I've left my book on the table. Greg, I didn't think you were coming back. I, I wasn't, but I left my book on the table. Well, they can stick it up your arse. Oh god, you're worse than Phil Mitchell with that bob brush. Oh. I'm pulling your
1: leg, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I love what he said. I need a moment to collect my thoughts. <laughs> Gregory, Gregory. And, you know, I, I was
0: actually thinking about this at the weekend. Um, of, of course. Uh, Tim is Yeah, but, uh, you know, I was counting. This is our 24th episode today. Do you know how many episodes Greg has, uh, well, Tim, has featured in so far? Hmm.
1: 22? How could
0: he have been in that? Was he in it last week?
1: No, he wasn't. So, well, he it's well over 15.
0: No, it's not. All right, Ray. I'll tell you exactly what it was. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's been in eight of our episodes, which is one third of them, which I think is quite impressive.
1: (laughs) Won't you fucking tell anybody about that. (laughs) (laughs) i tell you something for nothing. (laughs) Our Emily. (laughs) <laughs> she takes right. no shade. She told, him, <laughs> she told him where to stick that book, so she did. <laughs> <laughs> so she did. you got skills, Emily. Oh. Inside Out in Istanbul with Lisa Morrow.
3: Cats, or Kedi as they're called in Turkish, are much loved here in Turkey. Almost too much if the overweight moggies in my street are anything to go by. There's an assortment of people, mainly women who patrol the streets morning, noon and night, making sure their little kizler, that's Turkish for daughters, don't go hungry. I sometimes think they'd be better off coordinating the food drops if the piles of leftover dry kibble and unidentifiable oily substances splodged on the ground or anything to go by. But then there's the seagulls. Istanbul breeds them giant size, so woe betide a cat foolish enough to get between a snack and a beady-eyed gull. They swoop down without warning and in the blink of an eye the food's gone. A bit like what happened to the statue in honour of a cat called Tombil, located down the road from me in Zivra Bay. Tombill was a rather majestic but somewhat, um, rotund feline who became famous when a meme showing him leaning back enjoying a glass of raki or tea started doing the rounds on Twitter. Tombil looked for all the world like an Ottoman pasha and was so loved that when he died, locals got up a petition to commemorate his life. 20,000 people signed up, and on World Animal Day in 2016, The then deputy mayor of Kadakoy unveiled a statue cast in Tombul's honour. However, just over a month later, someone stole it. The public were outraged, but luckily Tombul was discovered in a nearby street, none the worse for wear. This love of cats goes right back to the time of the prophet Muhammad. He owned a cat named Muezza, who he loved very much. One day Muhammad was sitting on the sofa and Muezza was lying asleep on the sleeve of his gown. When Muhammad had to get up, he couldn't bring himself to wake Mueza, so he cut away the fabric instead. Now, if that were me, well, I'd still have two sleeves. Don't get me wrong, I have tried to befriend the local cats here in Istanbul. Like Muffin, the street cat who came with our apartment block and made people feed him by noisily blocking the entry door, refusing to let anyone pass until he was given a treat. Muffin was fussy about the food he'd eat and had a pathological dislike of snow. He'd he for me to stroke his fur, that is, until he didn't, reminding me with a vicious swipe of his claws why I'm more of a dog person. Please don't hate me for saying that. At least I tried.
0: Yeah, it's, it's true that, isn't it, about the cats, Ray, in Istanbul, but, uh, Lee, Ray, why am I calling you Ray? I can't call you Ray for another two weeks, Desmond. Um, <laughs> But Lisa, Lisa's new book, uh, Istanbul 50 Unsung Places, is out now, and it's a must, really, for anyone who wants to come to Istanbul. You can find it on Amazon. Read a couple of good reviews about it. Really, what it is, it's her helping people to find interesting things and showing you how to get there the very best ways, um, beautiful ways, uh, that you can get there without doing things that... The most
1: beautiful ways. most
0: beautiful. And... <laughs> not, not like the Lonely Planet or the Rough Guide tell you the obvious things. So give it a go. Give Lisa's book a go if you fancy coming over to Istanbul. Black
1: Milkshake. Best Posts of the Week. Anthony Harkin from Donegal, residing in California. A navid listener, Jimmy, every Friday, mm-hmm. said does this say hi to Anthony Jimster hi Anthony
0: thanks keep up listening that's really great can't wait for this joke
1: <laughs> a female CNN journalist heard about a very old Jewish man who had been going to the Wailing Wall in Jerusalem to pray mm. every day Jimmy for a long long time to check it out she went to the wall and there he was walking slowly up to the holy site She watched him pray, and after about 45 minutes, when he turned to leave using a cane and moving away slowly, she approached him for an interview. "'Pardon me, sir. I'm Rebecca Smith from CNN. What's your name?' "'Morris Feinberg. he replied. "'Sir, how long have you been coming to the Wailing Wall to pray?' For 60 years. 60 years? Wow, that's amazing, incredible. What do you pray for? I pray for peace between the Christians, Jews, and Muslims. I pray all the wars and all the hatred to stop, Jim. Sir. Mm-hmm. I pray for all our children to grow up safely as responsible adults and to love their fellow man. And how do you feel, sir? Seriously, how do you feel after doing this for 60 whole years? Well, he said, it's like talking to a feckin' brick wall. <laughs> 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 Jimmy, give it up. Oh,
0: good one. Nice one, Anthony. Thank you for that one.
1: <laughs> uh, Jimmy, I receive a lot of texts uh, via Messenger and especially Mm -hmm. for post of the week yeah and basically nice compliments about our show Mm -hmm. but seriously the next young lady out there that inboxes me and says i'm pretty fly for a red guy and have i got snap chat i will screenshot it jimmy and i'll send it to your boyfriend parents and next door neighbors cat behave please (laughs) behave i have piles I have <laughs> older than you. <laughs> oh,
0: I know, it gets really tiresome, doesn't it? Well done. Good for you, Ray. Just let them yeah. all know let but them just... know let them yeah. know that let I'll start that again. Let them know that you're not just a piece of meat. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> no, no, <I'm>... Seriously. A <laughs> sex object. Keep those posts and compliments coming. Don't pile it on. (laughs) (laughs) Or pile it on.
0: (laughs) And that's all from me and mysterious Desmond. Folks, Des is with us for the next two weeks until Ray gets back from his sabbatical at the Psychiatology Institute. Next week, we've got more from Donald Trump and Chris the Talking Dog on the island, Ponzi's advice column, and a song from the brilliant Kim Roberta Summers Crook, who'll be our guest in two weeks. Looking forward
1: to that one. Mm. And all the usual Mick Mack paddywhack tomfoolery shenanigans thanks for your support shakers send yorma or me a message and please tell us what you're up to and please send us your funny travel stories about being misunderstood abroad we love lost in translation so much and we don't want to make it up we genuinely shakers want your stories Yeah,
0: so please send them in. Also, please follow Black Milkshake Comedy Podcast on Facebook. And don't forget to tell a friend about us. Special thanks to the Dr. Brutus
1: Himmler Institute of Wellness, Mysterious Desmond, Aaron McAndrew, Tim Hallam. And as usual, James Joyce Irish Pub Istanbul, Morgan Freeman, John O'Rourke, Grow Radio UK, Eamon McAndrew. See you all next week, Shakers. Good skills. Good skills. Black Milkshake Comedy Pubcast, was presented by Ray Mack and Yorma Kiyoko and was produced by James Kirk. No animals or copyright were violated during the making of this podcast. Black Milkshake 2023